Shomrabyug. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the tiny room. Welcome back to on Shomrabyug. I'm the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who knows that when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. It's Benjamin. It's me. It's Hello, me. Benjamin. And that one thing, Michael. Yeah. Is that hip hip hop is God. Hip hop for hip-hop life is ben. life. Look, Benjamin, we've got quite a lot to get through this week, so why don't we go straight into the theme music? (gasps) Theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have any theme music. Very good, Ben. So, Ben, Mm. what we'll do, I think, because we've got a lot to get through this week, is we'll have a look at some trailers and some news. Then we'll move into a review, and then we'll go into our, our famous topic for the week. Yes, our 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 classic Mick and Ben's conceit, a topic of the week. A topic of the week. Benjamin, it's kind of San Diego Comic Con time. Yes, Michael, but as you'll notice, neither of us have made our yearly pilgrimage on a long plane to that America to to go to San Diego Comic Con. And a plane of normal length, really, but yes, you're right. We haven't made the, the trip. Benjamin, speaking yeah. of spooky horror things. Oh, excellent segue. Well done. <laughs> but well there's done. lots of there's lots of trailers, Ben, and I enjoy a trailer. Well, I tell you what, it is spooky and scary, Michael. To yeah. give you a better segue, the yeah. bloody amount of cases in the United States of America. Another bloody reason: spooky, scary stuff. Oh, very now you good. Can go. Now you can give your segue. Go on. Uh, there's a show coming, and it's called Lovecraft Country. What do you think of that? Now, Michael, when I saw this trailer, I went, "Do you know what? Yeah, this is something that would merit Michael Leonard making a T-shirt that said Lovecraft Country for life." Yeah, I see what you're doing. You're making fun of my T-shirt. It seems yes, to be what I you're am. mostly doing here. Yeah. That's going to be the podcast for today, Michael. You think I'm going to talk about pop culture things. Yeah. I'm actually going to twist everything into a quick and snippy T-shirt joke. A little joke about my T-shirt. I'm wearing a T-shirt, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that says Hip Hop for Life, which I firmly believe in. As I <laughs> would only ever wear a T-shirt with a slogan, which I firmly believed in. And Benjamin is making fun of me for it. So yep. that's that's what I think of that. Anyway, Benjamin... Um, uh, what's it called? Love Cat Country. Love Cat Country is the longest in a long line of TV shows with uh, like Hollywood A-list casts and celebrities. And it looks, Ben, it looks very much like it's a, going to be purely a show about racial tensions in America in the olden days. That seems to be HBO's new model ever since the relative success of Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah, that was uh, had some of the same themes in it. But this one, Ben, is also about monstrons. Yes, classic monsters. Monsters that you and I quite often discuss in this podcast, Michael. The monsters that you are responsible for piquing my interest in. Yeah, look, Ben, I enjoy Lovecraft, and it's interesting that what what this Ben famously H.P. Lovecraft wrote horror stories about monsters and ancient evil and gribbly wibblies. Yes, but he didn't trust either coloured people or women. Mm. Not great. Yeah, not my choice of words there, but you know, this is what I'm saying. It, all of the goodies in his books were white men who lived alone and probably had a weird fascination with their own mothers. And all yes, of the probably. other, all of the, the bad people or the people who just weren't mentioned were anyone else. Or a woman. <laughs> yeah, a woman. We wouldn't have <laughs> a, a woman, woman now. We wouldn't have a woman now yeah, because th- that leads to the corruption. I think there are as many named female characters in the works of H.P. Lovecraft as there are in the Quran, Which is a grand total of about half of uh, one. It's, I think it's three. But anyway, look, Benjamin, this looks like uh, I'll probably give it a watch. My fear about it is that it will be slow. 
I think it's going to be a slow builder, Michael. I think yeah. it's going to be a slow builder. But, Michael, I'm yep. intrigued to see it. I'm intrigued to see the whole thing. There seems to be an interesting kind of questioning of, of, of lots of racial things that are accepted today. I don't know. This idea that they've, the, the black people have earned something or it's their right. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, be careful what you wish for because it could There's be bloody monsters. Big gribbly wibblies and they're going to come yeah, and get it's you interesting. With, their, with their tentacles. Mm. It seems to be a little bit of an investigation of um, the black radical mindset. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, we'll, Michael. We'll have a look, Ben. We'll have a look. We'll have a look at it, Benjamin. Yeah. The, the yeah. other interesting gribbly wibbly horary worry thing that happened this week, Benjamin, was a trailer mm-hmm. for the inexplicably existing Hellstrom. <laughs> so, Michael, originally I thought this was a Disney Plus thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's a bloody Hulu thing. Yeah. And, Michael, it looks bad. It's uh, it's Hulu, Ben. Hulu famously brought us The Runaways, Marvel's The Runaways, and Marvel's Cloak and or Dagger. Mm. Yeah. I mean, not mm. two, not two of the most prestigious things that the Marvel Cinematic has, Universe has spat forth. Well, apparently, Michael, it's been noted by Marvel because they haven't put their name anywhere near this one. Isn't that the most peculiar thing, Ben? It's It seems to be about... Um, a family, a siblings, a brother and a sister. And mm-hmm. the man is like a ghetto Dan Stevens. And yep, the sister he is. is yeah, yeah. And the sister is like a sexy stern what's her name? Evangelista Lily. Haircut. Yes, that's fair. That's um, fair. And they're investigating their satanic mother, Ben. But I mean, Hellstrom is a Marvel character, Ben, but you wouldn't know that from this. Yeah, but Mention it even a little bit, Michael. Even no. a little bit. Wasn't even a, a hint of a red and white logo. No, not a anywhere single thing. Not a, not a single... Uh, Tony Stark was here, he'd sorted out. Benjamin, yes. which of the two things do you think are happening here? Is it thing option one? Someone <laughs> along the line has said, let's see if this can stand on its own merit. And, you know, we'll we'll do a subtle linking it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe halfway through and people will be blown away. But it'll uh-huh. stand on its own. Or, option two, has some producer said, you're not putting the Marvel logo on that shite? I hazard a guess, Michael. Get away from that. me, I've no time for it. I'm going to give you an L, I'm going to give you an L estimation. I reckon they've had the rights to Hel- Hellstrom, Hellstrom for a while. Yeah. And they are sticking to their guns and making that show one way or another. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think Marvel has said, "Well, you can bloody make it if you want, but if you put my bloody logo anywhere near it, oh, yeah, slap no time on the for wrist. it. I have no use for it. Get away from so it." So I, I think it's probably option B, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me what, too. What amazes me mm-hmm. is the cojones this is going to take, because Hellstrom as yeah. a character is about as D-list as they come. He's the in D-list the Marvel list-est. universe. I mean, you might as well get Elsa Bloodstone in there with him. <laughs> She oh, might be actually a like, reference. I think they be. probably will. Yeah, she'll probably crop up. That but wouldn't shock me. He has often been a weird topless cape wearing. He's like the classic Halloween costume that you buy in a shop. It's a, a red devil. silk, fake silk kind of cape with a collar and you get the little horns and you sit them on your head and you get a little trident with the costume. That is exactly yeah. what Hellstrom was when he was created. So Benjamin the guy in it who looks a bit like Dan Stevens. Dan yes. Stevens is my favourite actor of all time now at the moment. I, I do you know what I watched that. yesterday, Michael, with Dan Stevens in it? Uh, Eurovision. 
Bloody fire saga. He's very good, isn't he? I enjoyed it far too much, Michael. His far too to the, much. His commitment to that character is spectacular. I went it's back and hilarious. watched. I went back and watched a bit of Legion, Ben, because I really enjoy Legion. Yes. And Dan Stevens is the. He's a gem. He's the. He's. It's. He should be in more stuff. I, I recently watched his bizarre horror film, The Apostle. Oh, I haven't got around excellent. to it, Benjamin. Was it any use? Excellent, Michael. 100% recommend. No great horror fan of my Michael, mm. but get bloody Michael Sheen in there with a bloody Dan Stevens. Yeah. Sold. Yeah, a That's horror it. film about Tony Blair. I knocked my I knocked my gavel on the table, but I didn't want to ruin the recording, so it was a fictional gavel, Michael, but oh. bloody sold. Hold on one second though. Oh no. Hello. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On Shomer Bjog. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I'm joined by the man who knows that when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. M- Michael. Yes. We've we've done this before. Did we? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, th- what day is it? It's uh, the the Sunday after Comic Con. No, no, it's Monday. Oh, is it? No, no, it's Monday. Oh, things are moving along. Anyway, look, Benjamin, we've got quite a lot to get through, so why don't we just uh, go straight into the theme music? Oh, okay. <gasps> the music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything music. Okay, Ben, you're very good. Why don't we go, Ben, what we'll do is, because we've got lots to go through, so why don't we go through our usual of, uh, we're looking at news and trailers and stuff, and then we'll move on to a review of the week, and then we'll go on to our famous conceit of having a topic. Is this because I didn't give money to that homeless beggar in the street? Uh, no, we do this every week, Ben. It's um, it's not a form no, of punishment. No. I mean, it we is a form of punishment in many ways, but I mean, not this specific episode is no form of punishment. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. You always struck me as someone who's look, he's looking to find what's going on behind the scenes. He's always seeking the truth, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this week, yeah, um, we got a lot of trailers because uh, STCC is supposed to be on, and uh, one of those trailers is for a new television show, Michael, starring none other than yep. jolly English chubby man Nick Frost. Oh yeah, he's pretty famous, isn't he? He was he's, in that kung fu show. He was in that kung fu show. Wait, which kung fu show? The Wasteland. Enter the Wasteland. Enter the the one that was filmed here. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, he was. Anywho, yes, <laughs> he's going to be in a new one, and it's a piss take of all the paranormal little YouTube channels that are popping up. Oh, that it's sounds like fun! Yeah, and it's just going to be him kind of being like, "Well, I've been around, I've yeah. done some ghosts, I've seen some ghosts," and then obviously something funny happens to prove that perhaps he's not as experienced as he would hope. Oh, so it looks interesting. It's got uh, none other than longtime comedic partner of the of that particular chubby fat Englishman, uh, Simon Pegg. <laughs> He has other qualities as well. Simon Pegg. Yes, he's also great at making a cup of tea. He makes a good Uh, cup of tea, yeah. He makes a good cup of tea. Simon Pegg is going to cameo in it quite a bit, um, which is interesting because Simon Pegg seems to be going from strength to strength in in terms of his Hollywood credentials. Mm. So it's nice to see him coming back. But Michael, very far be it from their their early days of a Channel 4 comedy or a BBC 3 comedy. Now, Michael, it's a bloody Amazon Prime comedy. Does that make... Oh, does that make a difference? I think the budget is probably exponentially higher. They can probably say fuck. They can probably say a fuck. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, tits. Yeah. Maybe a balls. Yeah, maybe they might be able to say cock bastard. 
Maybe they can say piss off ghost. Yeah. You can say that in the 12s. Piss off is fine. Piss off is fine. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know, Michael. Anyway, it looks like it's going to be a who's who of kind of obscure English comedians. Because Julian Barnes from The Mighty Boosh seems to be the one of the villains for the episodes. He seems to be a, a mad occultist. And is he? Is it? Is it a like a sitcom or is it a semi-serious thing? What's no, I think it's on? a sitcom. I it's think a it's sitcom. a sitcom. I think it's a, a farcical kind of take on that whole thing. Um, I it's it's it seems to be in line, Michael, with the Irish film that we never reviewed on this podcast, but probably should have. Did you see Extra Normal? No. Starring Will Forte and a fantastic cast of Irish people about a young lady who can see the ghosts. No, I didn't see that, Benjamin. There's any use. She can see the ghosts, Michael, and Will Forte is a Satanist who's set up in a small town in County Louth. Mm-hmm. And he's he's bloody kidnapping people and sacrificing them and she has to stop them. Michael, it's bloody hilarious. Oh, I've and never the tone, seen it. The tone is very much, ghosts are real, mm-hmm. but God, it's all awful silly. Ghosts are real, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And I think that's probably the tone we're going for right bloody here, Michael. No. Oh. I'll yeah. tell you what, Ben. I'll give that a little watch then. Well, I think you should. I think you bloody I, should. I think I bloody will then. Yeah, but very bloody good. Uh, Michael. Yes? Moving from that to whatever you have on your running order, because it's more <laughs> up to date than mine. <laughs> Benjamin, speaking of things being a little bit silly and farcical, imagine mm-hmm. if you made a movie, a very popular movie in the 80s or early 90s possibly, starring two up-and-coming movie stars. Imagine that. Have you imagined it? Yes, it's firmly in my mind's eye. Now imagine Ben deciding, you know what we need? We need a sequel to that nearly bloody 30 years later where both of those young and -and up-and-coming movie stars are men well into their 50s. Yeah, but I mean, we've talked about this before, Michael. Top Gun 2 is not going to be very good. Ah, very good, very good, yes. Yes, it probably won't be. Benjamin, one of the most exciting things to come out of Top Gun 2 was they're doing a transformer of his plane. (laughs) <laughs> that's so silly it's excellent and the Transformers <laughs> the Transformers name is Maverick and it has uh, it has Maverick's helmet as a head that's ridiculous it's cool they're also doing a, they did last year Ben around San Diego Comic Con time they did an Ecto-1 Transformer from Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters and this year they've announced the Maverick airplane from uh, Tom Cruise is in an airplane and um, the special car from Rick and Morty go back in time what's that called Back to the Future. DeLorean. Back to the Future, yeah. Back to the Future is already a descriptive name of the film, so I can't I can't make that any worse. Fair enough. So they're doing a Transformer of him too. Very exciting. Very nice. exciting time to be a Transformers slash pop culture fan. But Michael, that wasn't yeah. really the 80s movie you were talking about, was it? No, I was talking about William Theodore... No. Bill S... I can't remember what their full names are. Do you remember? No. Bill uh, Theodore S. Logan... I'm not even going to try. Bill and Ted, Ben. Bill and Ted are back, but they're they're old men now, and that seems to be most of the humour of it. Yep. It's like, oh, we were important once, and now we're old. Which, yeah. Michael, interestingly enough, is mm-hmm. the kind of growing up process for every single human being on the planet. Mm. We were special once, and now we're not. Yay. Yeah, yeah let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I got you. I got you where it hurts. Make fun oh. of my t-shirt, will you? Son of a this, was, this was your idea. This whole podcast was you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know who we're hurting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 I might take my t-shirt off. <laughs> Benjamin. Go on. Look, I'll go see Bill and Ted face the music, but... It's, I don't uh, think I will, Michael. It's, it doesn't hold any great place in my heart. Well, it predates you probably, doesn't it? As we've it established does. on previous podcasts, you find it very hard to relate the things that happened before you were born. 
Yeah, it just makes me panic about my existence. I don't like it. Existential dread is my default setting, and I'd rather avoid it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben, speaking of um, things which originally happened before you were born, yep. New Mutants got a new release date. Who cares? <laughs> it's not going to happen. Did you watch it's the trailer? It's not going to happen. Did you no, watch the opening scene and trailer? Um, it, does it look? It, does it look very similar, both in style, aesthetic, and tone to Hulu's upcoming, sure to be yeah. classic, Hellstrom? Hellstrom. No, it doesn't actually. It oh. looks like a Fox X Men film. It looks oh. more like a Fox X Men film than I thought it would. Um, the open. They've released the opening scene, Ben, as a oh. part of a trailer. Okay. It's, it's around. It, it revolves around a young Danny Moonstone. Yes. And she wakes up with to an attack on her townstead. Oh no, not her townstead. And, uh, it, it appears to be a demon bear that's wrecking the townstead, Ben. They've taken that line directly from X-Force, Michael. Hmm, interesting. What? The demon bear? Uh, the demon bear. The demon bear is uh, It's the plot line to the 2011 relaunch of X-Force starring John Proudstar. Was, but um, wasn't the demon bear, Ben, originally a New Mutants storyline about... What, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it interesting. Was. Yeah, the demon bear has been a Marvel character for around for quite a while. Classic so, demon um, bear. Her dad takes her, Ben, into the fox forest to hide her from the demon bear. Uh, the old foxy forest. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, not the fox forest. So, yeah, it, it, it looks like it's going to look like every other X-Men film. The only the thing, Fox Forest. The only would you thing like to would you like to expand on that for people that might not understand forest. that we're not talking about the small animal? No, no, not a forest <laughs> full of foxes. Then I would say a foxy forest. I'm talking about the Fox Forest, which is the forest near to the production studio that Fox Film uses and sets at least one scene in every X Men film in. Yeah, it's a big sparse forest with very yeah. stripped down pines. It's the forest <laughs> where uh, where Magneto's family were killed in X Men Apocalypse. It's the forest where Magneto had his gathering of evil mutants in X Men Three. It's the forest which was a bit where... it was a bit morbid when you think about it. If his entire family was killed there once upon a time, but then again, oh, X Men yeah. timelines, huh? No, but I mean, it played a different forest no, on screen. I know, but it's Michael, the same I forest, know. Ben. It's the, so- it's the same forest where it's the same forest where the X Men camped in X Men Two. Oh yeah, the classic camp. Scene. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same place where uh, Logan fought his doppelganger. It's that forest. You know the forest, the X Men forest. Classic forest. It's yeah, the X-Men so forest. They take the first thing that happens in the trailer is her dad takes her into the forest, and you're like, "Oh Christ, on a bike? Have we not seen this forest enough? Please, for the love I of, think we have. take her, take her to a sewer, take her to the moon, literally anywhere except the bloody X Men forest. Yeah, anywhere but there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I'm, not no I'm not it's for it. I'm not for going to the X Men first. But uh, my my hopes is are that magic saves the the movie, and that Ooh, hopefully uh, she's the breakout character that everyone loves. But she could just be annoying. Which one? Who's playing magic again? Uh, what's her name? She was in the witch. She was in uh, Split. Oh, yeah. Is it Lily James? No, Lily it's James. Anne something. Oh Christ! How have I forgotten her name? Um, you know her. You'd know her, Ben. You'd, You'd know, know her, her from. She's got big eyes. You'd know her. A, a classic, informative podcast trope. You'd yeah, know yeah. Her. You'd know her. She's got big eyes. You know the one who I'm talking about. <laughs> there are so many actresses in Hollywood that have big eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really that's doesn't narrow I mean. down yeah, yeah. at all. The okay, one, that's the one I'm talking about. What else are we talking about today? Anya Taylor Joy. It's Anya, Anya Taylor Joy. There she is. It's Anya Taylor Joy. There she is. What else are we talking about today, Michael? Hello. 
Welcome back to On Show Blog. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who knows that when that hotline blings, that can only mean one thing. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. This has to be because I'm a closeted narcissist sociopath, and the universe is playing some bizarre trick on me. I'm just going to have to go through it till I crack it. Nothing bloody closeted about it, Ben. Look, Ben, we've got a lot to get through this week, so why don't you just take us straight into the theme music? Uh, theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have any theme music. <laughs> Very good. Benjamin, as I said, we've got a lot to get through, so why don't we go straight into this week's review of the week? And then after we finish that, we'll take on this week's uh, topic. Nothing matters, Michael. Nothing really matters, Ben. Anyone can see that nothing really matters to me. No, you don't understand, Michael, but that's okay. Yes, could you? So, Benjamin, you told me this week to watch a a show. And I I can't remember what you said. I purposely misheard you. So instead of watching what you recommended, I watched Sweet Valley High. Great. Yeah. I'd so, say that was a waste of time, was it? Well, Ben, it's it's sometimes, Ben, you're just walking around and you look right down in the clouded hall and you see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere, Ben? Or a reflection? When we wonder... One always calls out to you, the other shy and quiet. Could there be two different girls who look the same? Benjamin, that theme tune was written by someone who doesn't understand the concept of twins. Could there be two girls who look the same at Sweet Valley? Of course there could. They're twins. Oh, hilarious. So is that what uh, I was good. supposed to watch? No, it wasn't, Michael. What you were supposed to watch yes. was Palm Springs. You see why I got confused, though? Yes, because they're almost identical in every way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this week I watched Palm Springs. Andy Samberg and Kristen Mil... I'm going to get this wrong. Milioti. Okay. That's how you pronounce it. I don't know who they um, are. New Groundhog Day riff homage, whatever you want to call it, Michael. Wait, wait. It's about a time loop, is it? It's about a time loop. Let's do the time loop again. Do 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 do. Okay, and yeah. it's all about that, Michael. And in this, yeah, it's very interesting, Michael. It kind of innovates on it. One of my favorite things, Michael, about the time loop genre is that with each iteration, a yeah. brand new kind of twist is added to it. Very and my good. other favorite thing about the time loop genre, Michael, yeah. is that. Because Groundhog Day exists, yeah. it doesn't have to explain the rules. So what you can do now is exactly. you can bloody start your story midway if you want to. Because all you, have res, to do, all you have to do is say the magic words, it's yeah. a time loop. And yeah, people yeah, go, yeah. oh. It's a time loop. It's a Groundhog Day type situation. Yeah. So who we meet in this is Andy Samberg's character of Niles. And Niles, at the point in the story at which we enter, has already lived a horrific amount of time in the right. same time loop. Very interesting. It starts in media res. Well, oh, that's very interesting, Ben. For Niles, but not for Kristen Milioti's character. Okay. okay. She is at her sister's wedding. Yeah. And it's a big bloody mess, Michael. It's a classic yeah. American wedding full of tantrums and, and oh, shenanigans and... Oh, people oh, hitting Michael. on bridesmaids. Oh, drunken bridesmaids making terrible speeches. Ah, oh, oh, what a what a mess. And so then, classic, Michael... Classic. Is Seth Rogen there? The, my, my favourite bit of this is probably the scene that, that opens us to the character of Niles is the scene whereupon... Yeah. Christian Milioti's character is called on to make a speech. She wasn't aware, so she's drunk out of her gird. So Andy mm-hmm. Samberg stands in and he's like, let me fix that. 
and he gives an amazing speech and everybody goes, oh, this is incredible. And then following that, she sees him on the dance floor and we have the classic Groundhog Day where he predicts everything that's going to happen oh, before good. it happens. But all while he's dancing to a jaunty tune. So he's kind of, you know, shimmying his way across the dance floor. Oh, so they're, they're having a bit of fun with it. his answers. So it's great, Michael. Very playful, very fun. Yeah. And then, Michael, yeah. wham! They yes. hit you. Bloody existential nightmare, Michael. And the big twist for, for this uh, Well, okay, hold on. Let's put a little spoiler break in. Let's put a little spoiler break in. Actually, answer a couple of questions for me before you put a spoiler go on, break go in. On. You, is, you, this you, a sit- is this a sitcom? It's not a sitcom. It's not a show. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie, Michael. It's a new movie from Netflix. It's, a, it's from Hulu. I thought, you don't like Hulu, Ben. I do like it now, apparently. Oh, you're back on board. This was quite good. Benjamin, I don't know if you know this, but Hulu are making a TV show of the Marvel character Hellstrom. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. Yeah, I yeah. could have sworn I talked about that already. but No, no, brother not. and sister, pair. Uh, what day is it? It's Sunday. No, it's not. It's Monday. <laughs> well, it's Monday for the listeners. It's Sunday for us. Uh, oh, oh, my goodness. Okay, ben. so moving on from there. <clears throat> spoilers, spoilers. Here we go. Here come the spoilers. Moving What's on the from big there. Twist? What's the big twist, Ben? The the big twist is that you can now pull other people into this time loop. Oh. Oh. There's very little, Ben. There's very little I enjoy more, Ben, than a twist on a trope. And this, this, Michael, is one of the best executed twists I think you're likely to find. On the trope of the time loop. Very, very good, Michael. I enjoy it. So the, the kind of MacGuffin to this little shindig is a cave. Okay. And the cave, the cave at a wedding. The cave at a wedding. So they're in Palm Springs, which is a desert area of the United States. Kind of a holiday destination, I suppose, in the United States because it's all warm and sunny and yeah, 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 yeah. carcinogenic yeah, yeah. and, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. And there's a cave, Michael, and there's an earthquake in the middle of the day. Yeah. And the cave opens up. Oh. And when like you Aladdin. go into the cave, you get sucked into the time loop. Okay. Oh, no. Now, Andy Samberg's character somehow mm. found himself in the cave. It is never explained how he found his way to the cave, but it Initially. doesn't really matter, Michael. Right. It doesn't really matter. He knows that it's the cave. The best, my favorite thing about the cave is that it only appears at around one o'clock in the day in the time loop because nah. the earthquake doesn't happen until about one o'clock. So it's not a mm-hmm. constant. You yeah, have to yeah. wait for it to open and stuff like that. Very entertaining, Michael. And anyway, he is doing his time loop thing. Yeah, and kind of having a good time but he makes a mistake twice now these are slight spoilers but they won't spoil everything for you in the film okay the, the first time he meets none other than J.K. Simmons the actor J.K. Simmons the actor J.K. no he meets a, a character played Roy is oh, the name okay. of the character right, played right, by right. J.K. Simmons and Roy is a bit of a hedonist and he and Andy Samberg go on a big drug fueled binge into oh, the desert very and exciting. Hank is kind of a jaded father and, you know, he's like, oh, it's all downhill from here, buddy. And da, da, yeah. da. and Andy Samberg, because he's out of his mind on drugs, you see, says, yeah. oh, I can I can show you all the answers you seek to your existential crisis. And he's like, oh, really? And so he brings him to the cave, Michael. And this is where Andy Samberg realizes that if you bring somebody into the cave, they get stuck in the time loop with you. Oh, that's very interesting. And then the most interesting thing about the Roy character from that point on is he hates Andy Samberg. Of course he does, Because Andy Samberg took him away from his life. So he hunts him him down in certain loops and tortures him. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good twist. That's a good twist. It's it's really interesting. There's a second character in the loop who has it in for the main character in the loop. Yeah. That's That's new. Yeah. That's new, Ben. 
And then Christian Milioti's character, whose name I cannot remember. Who is she now? Who is she? What would I know her from? She's from How I Met Your Mother. She's the the final, the wife in How I Met Your Mother. She was in Mother in How I Met Your Mother. She was in Black Mirror, the episode about Star Trek. She was. That's the very lady. Yeah. And so she follows Andy Samberg in after he's been attacked by Roy with a bow and arrow because she's concerned for him. Okay. And Andy Samberg is bleeding out from several arrows in his back in a very comedic fashion. He's like, don't come in here. I'm bleeding. I've got arrows in me. Because the cave resets. So the the other interesting twist to this is you don't have to fall asleep. You can no. go to the cave and have an instant reset. Mm. Oh, like okay. a save point. Yeah, all right, okay. right, 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 right. And then it's kind of just, it, it gets really interesting from there, Michael, because Christian, Chris, uh, sorry, Christine, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong every time. The, the lady Chris, actor. Kristen Milioti ha, is not the best person. Oh. So she's she's a good person, yeah, but she does shitty best. things sometimes. Oh, and she's forced. She wakes up in a very bizarre loop. It's very interesting, Michael. From that point on, because Andy Samberg wakes up in a perfectly calm loop every day. She mm. doesn't. Oh, so it's a lot more torturous for her to relive something she regards as a big mistake. Mm. And it's just very interesting, Michael. I think it takes all the seeds dropped in. Groundhog Day Yeah Kind of expands on those A lot more Bill Murray's character In Groundhog Day Becomes very nonchalant Whereas Andy Samberg's character In this Has lived far more time In the loop Than Bill Murray ever has Or that's what they kind of say We don't know We can't possibly know Well But he's more jaded And upset That's the argument And he kind of leans into the Everything is meaningless Fuck it all Mm. Very interesting, Michael. I strongly recommend 10 out of 10 in my top three time loop films. Really? Yes. Very good. I will have to give it a bloody watch then, then. Very good. Are, do I'm you want gonna... to spoil the, for us the mechanic of how you get out of the time loop in no, this particular it's, show? No, because it's a whole thing. Right. No. Okay. We're, we're right, not right, going right, 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 right. to... I, I really think it would be a disservice to... Okay. Spoil the, the mechanic. That's fine. So. That's fine. That's fine, Ben. I've worked um, very hard today not to spoil the mechanic. Coincidentally, Ben... Last One. week's episode of your favourite show and my favourite show, Marvel's Hellstrom. No, um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., oh, which God. I know you stopped watching halfway through season one, but has gotten consistently better every year and is now fine. Um, I don't think that's true. This week's episode liar. of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was also a time loop episode. I don't care. Oh, very good. This is the attitude that people love to hear. This, mm-hmm. is what pe- this is why people listen to the podcast. People not caring about stuff and misogyny. Michael, this is my 8,764th time loop episode. Time loop two, <laughs> Electric it's Boogaloo. It's your second, I'm done. It's your second time loop episode. Ben, I'm stop done. exaggerating. Benjamin. The only reason I keep doing this in the loop is because every time I don't do it, you die a horrific death. Oh, for very some good. Unbeknownst reason, and I'm sick of watching you die in a Oh, very good. Way. Like a Supernatural. We'll come to that, back to that later, too. Ben, um,. <laughs> The Marvel's yes. Agents of Shields one. Coincidentally, just time loops have come back this time again. Benjamin, I think we can tell people that if they're interested in hearing about some of the origins of time loops stories, they can yes. listen to our, our previous time loop episode. They probably should. They probably should. They probably should. For a bit of context about what's we going on. We might do a little here. mini vid on the, the pod. Yeah. On the Instagram. So you can check out a little loop. And if you're interested, go bloody click the link. But the, the, link. the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ben one as opposed to a standard it's a, it's a pretty standard time loop episode you know Classic. the classics waking up um, you do the time loop the first time and everything goes wrong then you do yeah. it the second time when you have those moments of realisation what's going on 
Then you do it the third time and you're able to start telling people what to do and what's going to happen. You know, it's a pretty classic format. The little twist on this one is that both Colson, Agent Philip Colson. Yes. Who's now an LMD, but that's largely irrelevant. A life um, model D guy? Yeah, he's an LMD now. Oh, what? Well, I mean, it's a goodish way if they decide to wrap up because this is the last season. So if they decide to wrap this season up by reintroducing him and like doing a cameo with Nick Fury or let's say, I know Robert Downey Jr. is dead in universe as well, but if they decide to fold it back into the main timeline, it would be a good excuse to say why he's back. It's not the original cult. It's, they're not going to do it, but you know what I mean. Was anyway. that, has that always been the case in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show? Has he always been an LMD? No, just this season. Why is, why, what? To the kill again? He died, yeah. He died twice. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Ben. Time loop. Oh, God. So the uh, the thing in this time loop episode is that two characters are stuck in the time loop. Okay. Um, that's uh, Quake and Coulson. Nice. Um, and they're the only two stuck in it because they were in like futuristic alien sleeping pods when the thing started. Classic. But the little twi- the the little twist on it is, if you die in the time loop, yes, in this episode, you forget the previous time loops. Oh. So there's a little bit of niggly frustration where they have to keep reminding each other. Oh. And just like um just like you said, we actually joined this one in media res. Oh. But the the kind of little quirk of it is that we we see the first three loops from Quake's perspective. Okay. And we and we think we're three loops deep. And then she wakes Colton up. And he tells her, we're like 87 loops deep, but you died oh. on the last one. What? Isn't that a, neat, it's a nice little twist? Okay, it's a good little twist, Michael. I'll, is, I will give you that. It's a fun little twist. And um, unlike often in these uh, time loop episodes, the, the other thing in this is there's a very clear problem that has to be solved. It's a, it's a malfunctioning time machine that's causing it. Oh, okay, so it's a nice, nice easy mechanic to... It's tackle. not some metaphysical what's going on. Do we have to achieve the perfect day? And in fact, and spoilers coming up for it, um, they go through loads and loads of shitty days to be able to figure things out. Like it's it's not it's not a disaster for half the crew to get killed if they figure out one little bit of the puzzle, which they can then bring into the next loop and not have to do that again. Okay, so they, what do I'm they saying? end up sacrificing huge amounts of time? Like, yeah, of, they sacrifice huge amounts of time, and like lots of main characters get crippled and killed, and okay, like so someone says a... Deke is dead, and then another character says, "Yeah, he got shot in the head," and then someone else says, "Are we supposed to be sad?" <laughs> oh wow! Okay, that's quite good. Michael, you have to go watch Palm Springs. Go do it. Okay, I will. I will. Go I will watch Pam's Springs. I'm probably going to watch podcast. it then. I'm probably going to watch it just after this episode. It's worth a watch. Go on. Um, but the Agents of Shield episode is good, Ben. It has quite a few other little wrinkles in it. For one thing, it's it's mostly that their time machine has malfunctioned, right? No, no. And it's it's causing them to do time jumps, but the time jumps are getting faster and faster. So they've ended up doing a jump within a jump. So the the time oh. between the time jumps was so small that they did a jump before the last jump could finish, and that's why they're in a loop now. Ah, okay. But it introduces something, another little wrinkle, that they're they're not infinite. Oh, it's a decaying timeline. It's decaying, yeah. And Russian the, doll. The, uh, kind of Russian doll, a little bit happy death day. 
Oh, nice. Um, but the only thing is, each time that it happens, they're like a couple of kilometers closer to the black hole. It's it's good. Oh, okay. It's a good episode. Okay. It's a good time loop episode. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. I'll let you have it. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have it. I'll let you bloody have it now in a minute. I'll let you bloody have it. Mm. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all, that's well, all I want to say about Agents of Shield. All right, fair enough. We put this out to our listeners, Michael. Yeah, I've got a few brand. more, by the way. But oh, okay, can, go on. You, you go on. Knock out another one there. Go on. Have have fun. Well, but, all right, all right then, Benjamin. Yeah. Let me tell you. I watched another thing. Okay. Benjamin, have you ever heard of the YouTube channel Omeletto? Yes, the weird... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amaletto is the, the strange channel that reaches out and gets permission from all these different indie directors around the world who have made short films and then repost them on their channel. Um, and YouTube was not happy with this until they were like, wait, 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 wait. We get permission every time. Yeah. It's a great network for spreading cool indie shorts of all shapes and sizes. It's a great exactly. channel. It's a very good channel. Mm. And some of them... Some of them are very good, Benjamin. And I watched one about a time loop. Go on. Uh, it's an episode called Exit Strategy. Ooh, sounds exciting. And the writer and director, Benjamin, uh, are a gentleman called Travis Biblay. Biblay, or, bi- eh? or, bi- or Bible. It could be Bible, but I choose to pronounce it as Biblay. And okay. um, again, it's, it's only 15 minutes. You've essentially watched uh, a great uh, time loop story in 15 minutes. But... And this is the this is the most fun thing about it. No time loops happen in the fifteen minutes. So he's running through one time loop. Yes. So Benjamin, we have talked before about wouldn't it be interesting for there to be a superhero whose power was time loops? Yes. Now there is such a thing already in Doctor Strange, who'll do a is Dormammu. There? I've come to oh, bargain. Oh yeah, I've come to bargain. Dormammu, I've come to... I forgot, It's he's an English guy doing American accent. I can probably do that. Hold on. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That is actually the best impression you've ever done on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how how, um, English people think think Americans speak. So, (laughs) what are we doing? Benjamin, we, we talked about before that maybe someone like Hawkeye isn't really just the world's greatest archer and very lucky. That he's actually... Going through time loops. And Maybe. Th- and this episode called Exit Strategy, Ben, it starts incredibly similarly to the famous time loop episode of um, Supernatural. Oh, yeah. With two brothers having breakfast in a Commodore Garden American diner. Yep. You're running the mill, mom and pop, stop by the side of the road, dying dog. So I wouldn't be terribly surprised if Travis Bible, because this, this came out last year, Ben, 2019. So I wouldn't be terribly surprised if it turned out that he, in fact, was inspired by that and had the same thought process that we did. Wouldn't it be cool to see if someone kind of weaponized time loops? So we have two brothers. One of them's a genius, Ben. They and have he, a strong bond. They, have a, they don't have a strong bond. That's oh. one of the problems. And um, they meet up for, for breakfast and the brother, the genius brother, has discovered how to do time loops. Oh. So he takes his brother to try and prevent this catastrophic fire. And he does weird things. He just keeps doing weird things. Like um, when they stop at a traffic light, 
and a man offers to wash their window, he just pushes down on his brother's leg on the gas pedal so he keeps going. Okay. And his brother's like, what's with you, man? And he's like, I told you, time loops. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So he's preempt. Uh, he's already done all this. He's already done it all. And it's the strange psychosis that someone suffering from a time loop must look like they have. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. He, he pretty much convinces his brother that he has actually experienced the time loop because he does all the classics like, what am I going to say next? And he says the same thing and I can't remember what it is. Um, but... Yeah, it's good. It's it's really good because jo- we joined it in media res. I think he's done like 380 loops. Nice. And towards the end, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but towards the end, um, we see in kind of flashback form some of the things, some of the weird things that he's done explained just in a little flash. Just a quick little snippet. A little quick snippet of what happened in one loop. That sounds very good, Michael. It is. It's very, very good. And it's very well acted. And there's a Sam and Dean-like relationship between the two brothers. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Uh, the two good because actors Because one of the best well. things about Supernatural is the actual relationship between the brothers, Michael. Yeah, no, I, I, I really strongly recommend that you go and watch Exit Strategy by Travis Bibley. I bloody will right after this, yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right really good. Uh, Michael, that's interesting that you talked about like short little time loops. Because, Michael, I went back after watching Eurovision Fire Saga... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as you know, I'm a huge Rachel McAdams fan, Michael. Yeah, you are. She yeah. she butters my crumpets. Uh, mm-hmm. She she really is a bit of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched About Time again, Michael. Oh no! Um, about Time is 2013's strange rom com um, mm. based on a, a time travel principle. I I don't actually think it's an oh no, Michael. I think it's a very good movie. Okay. But, Anywho, moving on from there, it stars Donald Gleeson and one Rachel McAdams, Michael. And the thing we find out at the start of that movie, Michael, is that Donald Gleeson has a bloody time-travelling power. Yeah. Bloody time-travelling power, right? Yeah. And in that time-travelling power, he can go into any dark space, close his eyes, think about a time he'd rather be in, and he goes backwards to that time. Oh, so, so he's not really stuck in a loop, per se. No, but we'll, oh, Michael, that's coming. Don't you worry. Okay, okay. Don't all you right, worry, Michael. All right, all right. Doing about doing this podcast a couple of thousand times now, Michael. During yeah. this exact episode a couple of thousand times, I've actually learned to preempt your questions. And one of the things you love to point out, Michael, on this podcast is when mm-hmm. I've made a great mistake and misunderstood the topic. Well, because uh, I'm very good at that, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Well, Benjamin, if you know what I'm going to say next, then what am I going to say next? Ready? Three, two, one. Look at the Hip-hop thickness for of those sausages. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on from there. <laughs> the really tragic thing that comes in this story is that uh, Bill Nye plays his father, and this is spoilers for a film. Bill Nye, Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, no, Bill Nye, the oh. esteemed British actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very plays good to see you, Antor Deck. <laughs> one of the two of you. Yeah. Um, he passes away, unfortunately. And Donald Gleeson realizes that in using his power, he can go back to a set time um, when his father was still alive. Right. And there's a bizarre moment that happens. And basically, he goes back to this ping pong game that he played with his dad. Right. So he can go back and visit his dad. Yeah. But he can only go back so far. I can't remember the exact rule. Right. But he can only go back to this moment. And every time his father sees him, he realizes what has happened. So they kind of share their last conversation together. But he uses it as kind of a bank to get advice from his dad. Because his dad has the same power. It's all the men oh. in his family line. Have I haven't power. seen this. 
Oh, it's excellent. Um, all the men in his family line have this power. They can travel in time. So his father's fully aware of what has happened. But then we find out that his um, his wife is pregnant. Oh. Rachel McAdams, Donald Gleason's wife, is pregnant. And the father has to tell him that as soon as the son is born, yeah, you lose the ability to go past the loop of the birth of one of your children. That makes sense. You can't do it. You can't go back in the lineage uh, mm. past when your son was born. Yeah. So basically, sense. Donald Gleason has to start on a fresh slate and he can go back to the exact moment of his son's birth, but no further forward, which means he loses the time loop with his dad. And the last time he plays ping pong with his dad in that time loop is heartbreaking, Michael. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Tragical. Don't want to see it. Tragical, Michael. Utterly devastating to the soul and uh, the emotions there within. It's, uh, it's bloody, bloody deep, deep stuff, Michael. Benjamin, I watched a film about a time loop. Go on. Which I'm going to have to be honest with you, Ben. I now feel is an absolute spec. It's a masterpiece of a film, which was terribly underrated when it came out. Terribly <laughs> underseen. Complete box office bomb. Okay. And even at the times that I saw it, I don't think I loved it. But I watched it again this week and it is probably my it's now my favorite time loop thing not movie oh. thing okay of anything okay it's incredible ben the film i'm talking about is triangle i've heard of this film i have not watched it Pri- triangle ben is an australian british film set in the in america for some reason um starring uh, melissa george don't know who that is melissa george was she's an australian actress you Kate. might remember her from looking like if um, Katie Lolts from um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. And that Oscar winning British actress whose name has just escaped me. It's literally just Olivia mm. Coleman. She looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, I love Olivia Coleman. She looks like if they had a baby. Yeah, she does. I have her here. Have on you looked the her up screen. there? She looks yeah. like those two had a baby. Yeah. But she's, she's a very good actress. Or actor, if you she prefer. She does look very not. like Olivia Coleman. That smile is Olivia Coleman. Yeah, to she's got she's got some Olivia Coleman features, but Katie Lalt's kind of demeanor. Anyway, that's irrelevant because mm. we're just talking about someone's physical appearance now. Triangle Ben yes. is about a, a yacht trip that goes terribly wrong. Oh no! And on the yacht trip, Ben, uh, once their yacht has capsized, this happens in the early days, so it's not really spoilers. They are seemingly the people on the yacht are seemingly rescued by a, an abandoned cruise ship. Interesting. And Benjamin, let me tell you, the twists and turns in this are up the wazoo. The the thing about this, it's a time loop story. It's one hundred percent a time loop story. But okay. the the twist on this time loop story, Ben, is and I don't know if I'm using the right word here, but it's a recursive time loop. Okay, you're going to have to help me out there because I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about. So, Melissa George's character, Jess, I think is her name. Yes. She goes on the boat and she experiences this horrible series of events. Oh, no. Right? A horrible mm. series of events. Murders, oh. attacks oh. by attacks by a, a horrible masked figure, um, oh. people being shot and people being impaled. She survives, Ben. Okay. She's the last one standing. Final girl. Uh, yeah. She looks... She's. This is a great shot, actually. She's looking in the mirror. The camera pans across the room into the mirror, and then we're following the one on the other side of the mirror. That's a metaphor. Okay. And she survived the time loop. The time loop resets 
and the original gang arrive on the ship again, but she's there. Oh, what? Yeah. And some of the events that happened in the time loop, it turns out, were caused by her. Oh. Right? So So she's influenced the time loop. So she goes through the second time loop, Ben. She survives the whole of the second time loop, including now having a better understanding of some of the things that happened in the first time loop. Okay. And she goes into the third time loop and some of the things that happened in the third... Some of the things which now... Which happened in the first and second time loop, they turned out to have been caused by her on the third time loop. So she can't pull a god mode here and learn every single intricacy no, because, because every time the time loop resets, her previous actions She's still there. So there's like... Oh. By the end of it, there's six versions of her running around on the ship. Mad. And there's one of the time loops where she thinks she's interrupted the time loop... But she hasn't. It's just a bigger loop within a loop. Oh, God. And it's absolutely fucking bonkers. But it also all makes complete sense. That sounds very good, Michael. It is sounds like incredible. A very enjoyable. It's so good. Huh. And it's I'll just... i go watch that now. It's just full. It's full of little nods and winks and stuff. Like, the name of the ship that they're on is is the Aeolus. Aeolus okay. was the, the Greek god, Ben, of time. And, oh, look at you. And more importantly, Ben, the father of Sisyphus. Oh, that poor fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up hills. And uh, one of the problems that Jess has is she can't remember where her son is. And her son is autistic. And oh, no. she has a conversation at the start about how Oh, no, hard... that she can't remember. Sorry, not, oh, no, that he's yeah, yeah. autistic. Well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> if he's autistic, he probably needs to be helped and she probably yeah. would be best off. But she has a conversation with one of the characters saying it's hard because he wants, he needs every day to be exactly the same. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's the best time loop thing ever written. Primer might be up there with it in terms of being a horrible a horrible mess that when you see it two or three times you go this is brilliant (laughs) but it is brilliant it is incredible you had that michael that's that's very good yeah yeah. watch the watch the old triangle ben it's incredible there's a the the end of the time loop is signified when she finds a a record player that's playing and it's skipping and she picks it up and starts it again from the beginning and then the loop begins afresh but only the first time because the second time... Oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's okay, really good. Okay, so I'm going to have to go check this out, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's horrible. Myself. It's a horrible film. But it's it's already one of my favourite genres, Ben, which is a creepy ship genre. Yeah, you love a creepy ship. I love creepy ships. I love thinking about them. I love being on them. How many times have you been on a creepy ship, Michael? Uh, bloody... It's hard to tell. Because times. all the times happened at the same time. Like, all the uh. loops... All the loops, Ben... I mean, it's it's a treatise on the nature of time, really, isn't it? Because all the loops actually are happening at the same time. And we're just watching one person's progress through it. But really, it's simultaneous, isn't it? If you think about it. Yeah. Sorry, my dog is barking in the background there, just in case anybody hears that. She's going mad uh, because of the nature of time. Nature of time has driven my dog bananas. Yeah, yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we did put Liam Hemsworth is in it. Yeah, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth is in it. I saw that when I looked it up. One of the Hemsworth brothers, the yeah, less yeah. successful of the Hemsworths. Yeah, and uh, if you watch the trailers, Ben, it's partially funded by AIB. Irish, Anglo-Irish banks? Allied Irish banks, but yes. 
Anglo-Irish banks would be a weird bank. No, they they, they <laughs> did exist. They were the ba- they were the ones that went down. Remember financial crisis oh, two thousand seven. Yeah. You were six. I don't I don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benjamin, yeah. go on. The listeners. Yeah. You were talking about the listeners. So uh, I put this out to the listeners, Michael, on the L Instagram, and they gave us a few suggestions. So I'm just going to go through them, Michael, because we'd hate to be unattentive podcast co-hosts. Mm. Um, looking at the first example, there, uh, good friend of the podcast, coach. Jim yeah. BJJ Yeah, yeah, yeah It uh, said Stargate, Stargate Season 4 Episode 6 I don't know what that means Benjamin, we talked about that On the previous episode That we did on Go time on. loops That is the Go episode on. Where Teal'c and Colonel Jack O'Neill Get stuck in a time loop And have fun So if you want to hear more about that Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a fantastic time loop episode It's an absolutely great Time loop episode Noted nemesis of the podcast But yes. mainly of me Pup and Riker uh, wrote the the Dark Tower, and he included a rather sinister threat from that terrible film, which is if you don't include this, you've forgotten the face of your father. Yeah, so never forget the face really, of your father. I can't really leave that out here. So bi- big spoilers coming, Ben, for this. Um, and I don't Go think on. we talked about this at the time in the last episode. Do you know how the Dark Tower series ends? Nope. So Benjamin, huge spoilers coming. I mean, these have been out in the public consciousness for 15 years or something, so it's not going to be... But still. Yeah, but if you're working your way through the Dark Tower series and you're not already aware of how it ends. So the Dark Tower series, Ben, and this is not coming from an area of expertise because I've only read some of them. Okay. But it's an epic tale, Ben. 15 books, is it? Something like that. It's an enormous number of books, Ben. It's an epic tale of uh, a battle between good and evil and the gunslinger and trying to go he's trying to find the dark tower because if he can find the dark tower then he'll be able to sort out the world and all the problems and whatnot ben but he fix all the stuff yeah and the dark tower series ben the fifth uh, the 15 book series the dark tower ben finishes with the main character accessing the dark tower finally Whoop. and passing through a doorway or something into the final chamber of the dark tower which is where he always had to go the whole thing was leading to this yes and then the very next line is the first line of the first book. Oh. <laughs> Look, I can tell by your face that you've forgotten the name of your father. Oh, that's the face absolute of your father? bollocks. The face of your father. That's absolute bollocks. People were not happy at the time. It's one of the most controversial decisions of all time of an ending. That's not a time loop. That's bollocks. It's a time loop. It's that should a, be called Stephen King when the cocaine runs out. It's an incredibly long time loop. And then, I mean, in an ideal world, you would continue, you would just go back and read them all again until the same point. Terrible. Some, okay, so. Some people hypothesized, Ben, that the movie, the potential movie series that we were going to get was... The Dark Terror Universe. Yeah, which didn't happen because the first film was a bit of a flop. But it was going to be the second loop. Oh, and, so that there, be, and that there would be small changes But there probably weren't No, because no one made it Yeah, exactly It didn't make any bloody money No nope. um, So, moving on from there uh, Joanne got in touch with us And she gave us quite a few Yeah, uh, yeah. From the third season of Babylon 5 War with End uh, Part 1 War Without End Part 1 and Part 2 Yeah, yeah, yeah um, which apparently is a famous one. I yep. don't know. It is. Um, and she also mentioned that her school would show Groundhog Day on the same day every year, <laughs> yeah. which I found very entertaining. Just to mess with kids' heads. The Babylon 5 ones, I think, are more of a kind of... I, I haven't seen them in years, Ben, but I remember them being like a a kind of predestination loop rather than a stuck-in-a-time loop. So okay. someone gets sent back in... 
if I, oh, I I'm so badly misremembering this. I think someone gets sent back in time. Um writes like messages and stuff for themselves in the future. Hmm. And then like lives through the loop into the future and then reveal if I remember the hood coming down and it was himself. Dun 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 dun. Well, I haven't seen that in about 15 years, so if anyone uh, wants to tell us what it is or maybe I could just watch it. Well, we'll see, Michael. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Any others so there, the la- from the listeners? The last one that we got was from Irish Fashionista, Triple Seven. Um, and she gave us something that's a little bit different to what we normally talk about, Michael. Life is Strange, which is a video mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. all about a young lady with a time loop power. Yeah. It's a butterfly effect kind of thing in Time is Strange. Butterfly effect kind of gig. Yeah. yeah. She so can it's not go- an inescapable loop. No, she, she can go has- back and retry things, basically. Yeah. Which is yeah. is like a, a really interesting kind of take on video games anyway. Yeah, because that's what it is. That's what it is, isn't it? Since the introduction mm. of save points. Yeah. Um, anyone can go back and press F4, F5 or whatever it is and go back and try again and try not to be killed by bandits. Yeah, well, bandits are notoriously shite. They're absolute bastards. I have never They're played Life is Strange, bastards. Ben, but it's an episodic... It's one of those episodic role-playing games, I think, along the lines of... The kind of tel- a Telltale game. Kind yeah. of a Telltale. It's not Telltale, though. Apparently it's excellent. I won many I games. I wouldn't know, Michael. I don't play video games. But um, yeah, thank you very much to anyone who uh, wrote into us. We really appreciate it. it. It always helps us a little bit to see that the uh, topic is, first of all, one that people would like to talk about, and second of all, something that you all already know about. So it saves us a lot of time and effort explaining things that are already fairly stated. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I've I've checked my notes, Ben. That was all I had. Very good. I'm delighted. Ladies and gentlemen, join us next week where we'll be talking about time loops for the second time ever on this podcast. Um, we'll be taking a look at time loops. We've done a time loop episode before, Michael, as you'll recall. Uh, so we've already done one time loop episode, but next week we'll be doing another time loop episode. We'll be looking at it again. We're going to be calling it Let's Do the Time Loop Again, Again. Uh, keep an eye out for it because we will be posting it up on the Instagram where you can comment and let us know what you think of time loops in general. So, with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us in numerous ways. You'll probably see that post on the Instagram, which is at Shomrabyug, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G. It means and time can, Irish. <laughs> it does indeed. Then you can find us on the old interwebs yeah. at www.shomrabyug.com. Same spelling with a dot .com there at the end. Same meaning, too. Same meaning, too. Uh, if yeah. you like this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's wrong with you? Be a be a <laughs> first, first of, of all, all what's wrong with you probably get that checked yeah. second of all be a doll yeah, give yeah. us a review yeah, yeah. on Apple Podcasts just tell us that we're grand yeah yeah just, just make sure you give us five stars five you stars. can write five stars. any kind of abuse you want yeah five stars means it's fine you can call me a malignant sociopath you can call Mick a demented fruit loop but as long as you give us five stars we're totally fine with fine that with it, fine with if you're a hip hop fan you should know that so is Mick and uh, he deserves your support and things so I mean, share I this am. podcast with all your pals it's not ironic uh, share your podcast with all your pals on your Instagram stories you can send them around and if you know anyone trapped in a time loop I'm very very sorry hopefully they come back to you one day um, or you break out of it if this is your 8,754th time listening to this podcast this exact episode same bye hello hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to Michael <laughs> and Benjamin's podcast welcome back to On Show Rebug I'm the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast and I am joined by the man who knows that when that hotline bling <laughs> That can only mean one thing. It's Benjamin. (laughs) I can't do it anymore. I quit.